This is Ready For, a podcast dedicated to equipping college parents with the tools they need to have meaningful conversations with their college students. I'm Logan Newkirk. And I'm Keelan Myers. We're residence directors at Belmont University in the Office of Residence Life. On this podcast, we'll be talking to people who honestly know more about their world than we do. Sometimes that'll be a higher education professional who's a master of their craft. And other times, it's the students themselves that are the experts. They're the ones who are the most in touch with the needs that they have. In this episode, we'll be talking to Kendra Rabb, who works with us in the Office of Residence Life as our housing coordinator. And we'll also be talking to Dr. David Sneed, the Director of Growth and Purpose for Students, better known as the GPS program. The topic we'll be discussing with the two of them is getting ready for college and how to best set yourself up for success before you've even gotten there. would you give to parents kind of seeing both ends of the spectrum? Well, it's kind of interesting. You think of, of parents, and again, you know, we love to think of systems and processes and how it works, but we also want to think of the individual. I, I'm so um, reminded in thinking about this a little bit of one of my earlier bosses. He, he was talking about his son and daughter who were only a year apart. And the daughter in her preparation, and I know this is a little bit on the sexist side, but in her preparation um, she had a room set aside that was taped out to the exact measurements of her residence hall room. Um, she knew exactly where her bed was going to be, and so she had let everything moved everything from her bedroom into this room to see how it fit. And she had basically set up a model of her residence hall room in their house, where their son, you know, the day of, gets up, picks up his pillow and his guitar and says, I think that's all I need. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you know? Man. And I know that's a little bit of an exaggeration, with the, you know, but that's basically, you know, he knew what he wanted. He wanted to make certain he had his pillow. He wanted to make sure he had his guitar. You know, all the rest was going to be was going to be cool. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have to take a look at the individual student and how they are. I think in general, one of the interesting things is this does create a transitional time for families and they can use this opportunity to really think about the way they relate as people so it's no longer if they haven't already made these transitions into adulthood into you know more, more, a different type of relationship um, it is a good time to be thinking about that and in Belmont has a lot of experience you'll get some of those experiences uh, as they come through this but there's just that type of thing so you know, while they're still your your children, but they're still, they're becoming somebody different. And so our son, who graduated from Belmont, but but went on through, you know, he'll still call from Walmart and say, "Where do I find this item?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> because now they can do that. They don't have to find out. And so, but at the same time, you know, he you know can do all these things. He's bought a house already. He's bought his own vehicle already. All these things he's done. And so it's just, and you're there for them, you're there with them, you, you know, saying look for this and watch for this. Like you guys moved out as the first time and just as colleagues and friends, I would say, hey, look out for this, you know, that type of thing. And so, um, so it's, it's not much different there. And so I think the issue is where you are in relationship with the relationship at this moment and then 
how it might go. But I mean, for you guys, I mean, think about that for as you've made those relationships and you know moving into marriage, moving into those different life stages. Where do your parents? How do your parents interact with that? And sometimes it's it's something for them, you know, because you know it's different if it's your first child out of the house versus your last child out of the house. Are you going to be empty nesters there and things like that? So you've got that. But then focusing on the students, it is that helping them you know, understand who they are. What type of person are they? Are they the kind of person who needs a lot of details and that they love to make their own decisions? Is it a person who, um, is your student one that wants to just sort of, if, if they want that college, that traditional college experience and I want to get involved and I want to you know, make them the best friends of my life and you know, these, those kinds of stories? You know, is it somebody who's kind of shy and, and they're, they're loving and they'll, they'll accept other people into their group? They, they've never known how, they've never had to go into a new experience before. So that's going to be new in and of themselves. So, so much of it is personalized, don't yeah. you think? I think, well, that's a cool point that everyone's, like everyone does have this different experience. Mm-hmm. And I had never thought, I, I guess it's because I'm not wired this way. I would have never thought of people taping up their rooms or almost taking the summer before mm-hmm. to live like I'm about to go to college. Right. That's that's really interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's just across the board, and and so I think that you know that's where the families get to sort of take and personalize. But no, you know, I think it's important to know that there are people from you know frontline people, the RAs that we work with, that we trust so much and that we love, right? And that you guys are so much to you all. I mean, who are there in the buildings with them? To, you know, you keep going, you know, throughout the line, the support. So the people who are there for the crisis and emergencies, but also for the development of them as people. And, and you guys have a, a real special, unique in residence life because you're partially landlords. You know, I'm out of toilet paper, my sink doesn't work, things like that. But you're also helping them grow as educators, as developers of, you know, in the student development models. And so it's those kind of things. Then you got people like me who... We have a little bit of holistic, but we're focused on the academic. So, you know, what did what did they want to do academically, and and where do they go, and and who of us has when we first went to college knew everything about what that college experience was going to be? No, so we'll let's let them get here, get through you guys, get settled. You know, make sure they know where the bread is in the cafeteria. Make certain they know, you know, how what it is to be cool enough or wherever they are in that cool range, and how they feel comfortable in their own skin. And then let's you know we'll work with them a little bit on on you know the sur- surrounding themselves with the right um, kind of decisions about things. In the meantime, when the parents first come, we're going to help them understand you know that they can contact us too. But the issue is not contacting us to say do this for my child or do this for or what do I do with my child? Is I have these questions. Then how do I get my my student my child to come in and do those things on the campus? So. You know, we always, you know, as a, as a university, we always are very family friendly, but we don't want to do for, we want you to do with. So, we, you know, the parents are that surrounding support, too, as you guys know. You guys do that probably much more than I, than I do, really. <laughs> so we, we talk about all of these things about your, about expenditures, class, all of that. Ask someone who has gone through it, if you could put it on a pie chart or something. Mm-hmm. What would you say the percentage of issues that they face in college from a school point or paying for things versus how they're dealing with the people around them? What was the nature of those conversations? I really think that the majority of those conversations need to be more about how you're dealing with the people around you. Those are the, those life skills. That's where I think working with 
you know, the student organizations, the RAs, the residence life. You know, many of the students, as you well know, um, they, they may not have had brothers and sisters, so they may have had their own, or they may have even had their own room with that. They may have had their own bathroom. You know, they're sharing space now, and a lot of them aren't going to necessarily like sharing that space. And so, you know, I think that but that's a great learning opportunity for everybody. How do you give and take, and how do you learn to do those kinds of things? But So I think you're going to have a lot more of those conversations. Um, those are really the... While we all want, and you're, you're going to grow naturally academically, and you're going to bring in some of these things, some things you're going to learn more um, intentionally, you're going to be much more engaged in which when you get to your major, the passionate things. The, but the exciting thing academically is when you take a class that's a Belcore general education class that you've never thought of this subject matter, and you're excited because Ken Spring has made sociology come to, to life in a way that you've never thought of these issues before. Or, you know, and I could go through all kinds of experiences of, of telling examples of teachers, but, but you have those kind of things and you go, maybe that's what I want to do. And so, you know, that's where Belmont is so good about, you know, let's say, let's experience it for a little bit and, the, and then let's make certain that you have your, your purpose. You're, you're still looking at the right purpose. You're looking at the right pathway. Uh, know that there's a lot of ways to get to the same kinds of things if you want to be there. And so I think it's, you know, those kind of conversations. But it's open about, it's not about the specifics of classes and what did you learn today. It's about the, the experience uh, that we're always excited about. You know, I think, Logan, one of the really cool things about David is that we see... It, it really fluctuates how often that we see David, but it really speaks to the testament of the work he's doing that he hit on so many good points. I mean, like talking, just really talking about what's facing students, and he understands when are they ready for college and how do we get them prepared. I was really taken back by that. Yeah, and I'm also happy that we got to catch him in a time where he is literally preparing for his daughter to go to college in the fall. and has already experienced one child making it all the way through college. So he's learned even from himself in the past, but now is experiencing it all over again. A true sensei, a true master <laughs> yeah. of it all. He's, yeah. he's seen it on both sides, and he works with these students on a daily basis, but then someone who's so tapped into the resources. And it sounds like, it sounds like everybody's getting the same message. Parents hear over and over again, like, resources, resources, resources. But we didn't prompt him on any of that stuff. He just right. talked about resources because how much they matter. Yes, and Kandra, our next guest that we mentioned earlier, uh, also touches on resources and the importance of students reaching out when they feel like they need help um, and that there's always somebody to go to when they feel that way. Real quick, before tuning into Kandra's part of this episode, you will notice that there are some phones in the background and there's a little scruff on the mic. We do apologize for that, first of all. This is our first episode of this, so we're learning the ropes. And because we are so busy during this season, we just had to plop down in Kandra's office doing it. We hope you enjoy it, and we hope you'll bear with us. When those freshman students get here, what are your conversations like with these incoming students and their parents? A lot of these students have lived on their own, meaning in their own room and had their own bathroom their entire you know, childhood up until they come here. And, you know, college is different. You're going to share a room with someone else. It may not be the location that you want. It may not have the view that you want. 
it may have multiple roommates. You may not just have this one roommate. So um, I run into a lot of those issues every year just based on a student's anxiety level or a parent's anxiety level, not necessarily the student, but um, the parent being a lot more concerned about the room style preference over the student, which is what I get a lot. A lot of times I'm dealing more with the parent than I am with the student. Once I get with the student one-on-one, it may not matter to them as much. Mm -hmm. They may have some issues, but they're not going to have all the same issues as the parents, you know, as the parents. So I think the parents don't realize that um, most students are ready to be on their own and, you know, they need to let the reins off a little bit just to allow the student to um, grow into being what I call a young adult. Because I don't think students are adults when they come here. I think that it's, you know, our job as staff and the parent's job, you know, as a parent to allow the student to grow a little on their own because ultimately we are trying to transform students, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to do and we want them to engage and we want them to grow, to go out into the world and to be young, responsible, successful adults. And in order for us to do that, we have to guide them and direct them, but not just make every step for them happen. Yeah, they're learning adults, right? They're growing adults. They're growing adults, right. They're learning <laughs> adults, right? Yeah, they are no longer children living at home. We want them to learn to do some things on their own. Even, even the smallest filling out their application. You know, I really encourage parents to allow their students to fill out their application. Not just because, um, not just because it's something that the parent doesn't need to do, but because it's teaching your child their own responsibility. You know, um, it's going to be the same thing as filling out your first application to get to move into a home, you know, or to, to rent an apartment or to get a car or to get a loan or, you know, anything. Most parents, um, and some of our parents are older, some of them are younger, so it's really not based on the age of the parent, but the students are able to navigate through our system. And, you know, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're online, they're, they're dealing with technology and the new things that are coming out all the time. Application is just easier for them to access, it's easier for them to understand, to do on their own. And it, to me, it's like the first step towards, you know, filling out the, you know, your first application that's going, that's gonna have, may have some questions on them that you don't understand. It's okay for the parent to be there with them, but they need to learn how to do these things on their own. All the time, I feel like you get off the phone with someone and you step out here and you say, I just made another best friend. Like all the time, <laughs> you, you, you have this amazing ability to do that. How much of that is, life experience versus being here how are you able to charm people in situations that are so trying yeah yeah I have to make friends with someone um just based on one my personality one me being a parent you know and three being in this job you know this will be my fifth year doing this and making assignments so you kind of learn the rhythm of the job mm -hmm. um you learn techniques and tactics and, you know, just voice and tone and delivery. I tell people all the time that no matter who you're talking to in what situation, not just work-related, right, with your parents, with your kids, with your spouse, with your partner, with just, you know, your best, your best friend, you, when you say things to people, it's all about your delivery. If you sound like you care and you mean that, people are going to receive it that way, right? That is such a nugget because you may never be in the grocery store and somebody's like, is there a housing coordinator in here? Like, I need somebody. But somebody, yeah. Right. Yeah. I need help. But there is no, that is such a nugget for parents and students alike to hear when you're having those conversations to leave or get ready of like, what I mean is the truth and how I'm saying it is just as important as what I'm saying. Absolutely. Whether it is residents, professors, 
whoever, whoever it is, that is that is a great point. Uh, so you saw yes. yes. Um, he's maybe a couple years old. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hypothetically say he's on his way to college uh-huh. this fall. Yes. What is at the forefront of your mind of <clears throat> conversation you're trying to have with him to make sure he's ready? In line with those expectations of, like, yeah, yeah. you're going to college. You're going to college. That's Okay, so I think about that all the time, right? Because even though my son is only seven, and but because I work for an institution, I you know I'm at a university. I think about all that all the time, and I think um, I can answer that question in a couple of different ways. One, I will say this um, for any of the mothers that would be listening to this, is that I do see that mothers and sons have. Um, a different type of relationship. Mothers are more protective of their sons than they are of their daughters, right? You have your, your father, daughter thing going on and your mom and son thing going on. I really um, would like to raise my son to be in a situation where not only is he not stressed, but that I'm not stressed, right? So obviously most of the people that would be listening to this, their parents, their children are already at the college age versus me, I'm preparing it I'm preparing my son on a daily basis. When he gets to that point, I want him to, one, be uh, responsible first, right? I want to make sure that he's mature enough to go away to school, right? So I want to have conversations with him leading up to college, like, you know, maybe that summer before. You know, I want to make sure that he's able to fill out those applications on his own, that he is responsible enough, that he's mature enough. And I also want to tell him when he, you know, actually starts school, you know, I want to ask him what his expectations are. So that's one of the things that I would do before, I, you know, his senior year, like senior year in high school, like what are your expectations for college? What is it that you want out of it? And, and then I would give him advice on how to do those things, right? Because I think a lot of parents just have set in their mind what they want their kids to do instead of having them, uh, providing them space and, and focus to do what they really want to do, right? So... Um, that's one thing, too. I would also talk to him about, uh, you know, roommate situation, you know. If your roommate is not super clean, if, you know, your roommate doesn't listen to the same type of music as you, if I want him to um, embrace and to be prepared for balance. And what I mean by that is just meeting other people, right? That's what the world is, other people. So we have students that come here, they may not look like you. They may not listen to the same type of music as you. They may not be the same religion as you. They may not, you know, any, all those things can be different. But I believe that when you come to school, because you're trying to grow, I want him to understand that he needs to embrace those differences you know, so that he can grow from them. So that's definitely one of the things because I think it's important to meet different types of people and, and to put, your, put yourself in different places with other people unlike you. You know, that is going to help him grow the most, you know. And I would also tell him that he's probably going to have days where he just wants to come home. I know I did. I had days where I just wanted to come home. But it's also going to be a tough time that you have to grow through. A part of that is maturity. Part of that is letting go of some of those things before your child gets to college so that when you are a parent and you're away from home, you know that they can deal with those challenging situations. I'd also give him some resources, 
you know, so that I'm not his resource. Don't call me every time. Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah. no, I'm, and, I, and I mean that, you know. Mommy's not here for you anyway, but I also want to give him resources, right? So when we get on campus, I'm going to make sure he knows where health services is, where counseling services is, where, you know, who is your RA, who is, you know, a lot of times students come here, they don't, they're not even sure what they're looking for or where to go. So I think if we provide, as parents, resources, for our students to go to when they actually get to campus, letting them know that they're going to meet and engage with other people that are unlike them, you know, and they're going to go, they're going to have some challenging situations when it comes to their living, um, just being able to find things on campus. We know the cafeteria is always a big deal. So I would probably take all the different um, aspects that I see every day here on campus and prepare my child for those all the way around. Yeah, I don't think we can help things enough. There are so many things in place. There, yeah, so, yes, there's so many things in place to help them succeed. And it doesn't have to be them all the time or, you know, the parents calling us, right? Well, did you tell your child this? Did you give your child this information? Did you let them know that this was a resource for them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think that's highly important just for them to know what can be done. So there you hear it. Uh, you hear a lot of great stuff from Kendra. And again, you hear her mention resources. Um, it's something that's a flush on campus and anything that we can do to give you more, we'd love to be able to do. That includes this podcast itself. We're constantly trying to think of new creative ways to just provide help or information to students and parents alike, uh, really to set all students up for success um, and to achieve as much as they can. I'll leave you all with two questions that we thought may be an additional resource that you have. The first being, right now with these last couple of months that you have, how are you and your student preparing to send off to college? And then along with that, Dr. Sneed mentioned expectations and setting healthy expectations. What expectations do you already have? And then what are maybe some expectations after hearing some of these things that you might need to think through or realign? Well y'all, we really appreciate you taking some time to listen to this first episode. We hope that you had as much fun listening to it as we did making it. Uh, It was a really great time, and we're also looking for your feedback. You'll be able to find our email in the description below. We would love to hear from you all. And stay up to date for another episode from us soon. Yeah, thanks for listening.